How's everybody doing? Uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Bold Expressions. Uh, today, I want to talk about uh, detention centers. Um, and depending on the time, no, I'm going to make time to talk about this other person. Um, talk about detention centers and why I don't like Megan McCain. <clears throat> All right. Uh, in I was gonna say in June 2019, in this month, some lawyers and I believe some doctors visited an El Paso detention center and found that there was an inadequate um, sorry found that there was inadequate food, water, and sanitation for 250 minors. Uh, some described seeing an eight-year-old caring for a four-year-old. Um, 22 of the children had the flu, um, they had been washed up, sleeping on concrete floors with just aluminum foil blankets, um, diapers had been changed for days, um, I'm not sure of this one, if they've had the rampant sexual abuse has been in, you know, other things, it's just been horrible, but these were kids that have either been taken from their parents or some of them that have crossed the border um, by themselves and they were detained. Um, and yeah, um, they've been there for, I'm not sure how long, but it's, it's more than just a little overnight. It's more than just a couple of days. It's 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 been too damn long. It's for they've they've been here for an extended period of time. Um, one person, Holly Cooper, the co-director of the UC Davis Immigration Law Clinic, quoted as was quoted as saying, "In my 22 years of doing visits with children in detention, I have never heard of this level of humanity." Um. So far, under the Trump administration, at least 24 adults and six children have died in U.S. custody. Um, on the 18th, uh, there was a court hearing. Uh, the Department of Justice lawyer Sarah Fabian um, she was arguing on the behalf of the U.S. government. Um, she was arguing that not having soap and toothpaste doesn't meet the standards of being unsanitary. Because um, based on the law from 2017, it was it was against the law for such conditions to exist. Um, the Trump administration is fighting the law and arguing that they don't have to follow the law, at least until after their appeal is settled. Um, now... Um, she went to court excuse me she went to court um, to appeal the 2017 ruling finding that Obama era conditions were deplorable and were in violation of a 97 consent decree requiring conditions remain safe and sanitary. Now, Ms. Fabian was arguing that because the agreement 
doesn't it speaks Jesus because the agreement doesn't explicitly require toothbrushes, soap, towels, or sleep for children. The government shouldn't be found in violation of the safe and sanitary requirement. Um, and if you know, this is a typical lawyer thing. It's like, okay, this is not specifically um, within. You know, these these words are not specifically put in, so it's easy to at least for her, um, so, so from her perspective, or at least from her, you know, from her job, she's arguing that, well, we, we've gone by the standards that were put in writing, that was put in this agreement, having soap, um, toothpaste, and, you know, all this other stuff, I will argue that yes, it's, it's part of being sanitary, but it's not within, it's not written on this page. So therefore, we cannot be expected to, to, um, to comply with this. You know, I would agree that, you know, excuse me, like I would, I would agree that, you know, all those are part of, you know, sanitary conditions but because it's not written we shouldn't be you know held to hold it um one would also argue and i'm just i was just saying that from their point of view is one of those things where it's like i shouldn't have to tell you this like this this stuff shouldn't have to be written down for you to um for you to do it, it should be just inherent. Um, and I've I spoke with somebody like that before when I was talking about the fact that um, I think it was a little bit after Trump first got in office, and there was a story about them cutting out meals meals for wheels. And I was, you know, it's like you know they're taking the stuff away from people, and you know people who don't have the means to get it and whatever, you know, they need this this food. And the guy was like, well, it's not, you know, a constitutional thing. And my response was like, why does somebody, why does it have to be in writing that we take care of people? Um, it's like, why, why does it have to, why do we have to be put in writing to take care of people and to act as, as other human beings? Um and the people, and I've seen some people, like the, the same people who are arguing for this or the same people who would, you know, who's saying that this is okay and all this other stuff, putting people in cages, children in cages are the same people who look down at you and call you a monster and will grab their Bible and use the Bible to justify why they say you should have an abortion. I'm pro-life and all this other stuff, but yet when the life is already here... They don't give a damn. Or at least, you know, these lies because they're little brown children. They're the other. They don't look at them as people. Therefore, they don't have to treat them as people. You cannot do stuff like this to other people or you can't be silent on it. You can't condone it. 
unless you don't think that they deserve the same treatment that you do. Unless you don't think that they are worth you treating them with some monochrome of respect. And it's funny because to me, I feel as though people, you, us allowing us allowing this to happen or arguing, you know, it, it could just be, hey, this you guys are in violation. You need to fix this. Okay, we'll fix it. Not arguing about well, you know, we it wasn't it wasn't like this because of this and this this is like, yeah, but all oh, that's irrelevant. You just need to fix it. Well, I'm just saying, you know, there's and trying to uh, appeal it. I guess that's that's the thing that that is frustrating. It's like why why should we why should we have to tell you to give the kids a damn shower? Hey, I know you're kind of busy. Do me a favor. Don't rape them. Don't rape them as much. Maybe let them sleep a little bit. Um, change that kid's diaper. Give them some anti um, antibiotics or whatever because they have the flu, and you know they're all crowded together. That's going to start a breakout. We don't want you guys to get sick too. To hell with them. But you know, and I've seen people get mad because it's like, oh, so you're giving them, you know, want us to pay for giving them whatever, blah, 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 blah. It's like, we do it for prisoners. I could murder, rape somebody, go to jail, get a bed with some sheets, get fed, and have the opportunity to take a shower. But yet these kids, they don't get the same thing. And that's that's like I said, that's the thing that's always got me about those type of people. And and they and it wouldn't be so frustrating if they wouldn't tout their quote unquote virtue around. It's like, you know, oh we're we're good this and my my Bible doesn't, you know, say any uh anything about, you know, abortions being okay. It's like I also doesn't say anything about it being okay to allow stuff like this to happen to children. Children are specifically supposed to be protected. You know, I believe I spoke before and said it's better to be, to have a rock tied around your neck and you be tossed in the ocean than to, than to mess with child. God's anointed children. It doesn't, it doesn't say God's anointed children you know, as long as they're, you know, the same religion, as long as they speak the same language as me, as long as they have the same skin tone. Like, no, that group is like, if you claim to follow God, that means if you believe that he created all of us, even the people that you don't like, even the people who aren't, you know, from this country. We're supposed to protect them. It should be ingrained in you to want to protect them. We, you know, and <laughs> I I spoke about this in um my Dr. King episodes that um you know, we'll spend billions of dollars billions of dollars 
trying to do the figure out how to, you know, the, the, the next weapon, the next rocket, you know, fine tuning guns and making sure bullets go farther, hit harder, go through more things. But yet people will complain about giving soap and toothpaste to freaking kids that need it. It's like, damn. We will waste, and just for lack of a better term, we will waste our money on bullshit and not spend it on the things that, that, you know, actually need it. Um, Now, the lawyer, uh, Sarah Fabian, um, I was ready to write her off, but, you know, as from doing this, thankfully, I've noticed that a lot of things are not always the way they seem. Uh, she went to Facebook to talk to some of her friends and whatnot, and she had some things to say, um, she defended herself, but not really. Um, and is uh, I, I can argue both ways that she's either she's not the horrible person I thought she was, but although you know, but uh, let me see. She said to my friends, I am not permitted to make any statements in any official capacity, so this is just a message for me, your friend. It's not a press release. I'm just hoping to explain myself to a small corner of the universe if I can. Now, um, people have been hot at her, you know, since the video went viral. Um, and, you know, she, she was getting death threats, which, which, as you know, I don't give a damn who the person is. Death threats are death threats. I, I don't I don't like death threats, even if you disagree, no matter. <sighs> to me, I feel like death threats hurt the the argument. Whatever you're arguing for, you start throwing out death threats. Because then that makes people like me, who even if I'm on your side, have to step back and be like, okay, you're. You know, especially especially something like this It's like you're just you can argue. It's like you don't need your job. You don't need to do this. Well, I hope that be. You know, so-and-so happened to her. It's like, I don't need anything bad to happen to her. Um, you know, if we really feel like that she's not that good and, you know, use our power as the people to have her removed and have somebody else put in or whatever. That's, you know, that's what I would think. But, um, yeah, as I said, death threats against people, you, especially people you don't know. It's stupid. You're losers, and you're and you're wasting time because you you make people like me have to stop what we're doing, and you know, push that down. But anyway, um, she talked about um, she talked to some of her friends. Um, she accepted responsibility for the argument, um, saying that she possibly failed to articulate it possibly. I'm not sure what she was trying to articulate. Um, she was saying that she 
was not arguing that they should be denied those hygiene products, which you know, I I will I will see about I will see if I can, um, I will see if I can link the video. Um, that she was not arguing that the kids should uh, should be denied the products. She was just arguing as to why they had already been provided, I guess, or why the government, why the government in general shouldn't be held responsible for not providing those before. Um, it's not really an argument that people like, but it is one of those things that's like, you know, that's, that's her job to do. That's what she's paid to do. Uh, I do not believe that's the position I was well, I was representing, and I get that defending myself by pra uh, praising out a technological legal position won't change most people's mind. I wouldn't be permitted I wouldn't be permitted to do so anyway, so I won't try. I will say that I personally believe that we should do our very best to care for kids while they are in our custody. And I try to always represent that value in my work. Now, I think many will argue that, you know, that wasn't represented at all. Um, and uh, I don't know, just reading that. And she was also, um, I don't know if it matters to some people, she's a registered Democrat. She um, she she stressed that she's not a political appointee, but she's a career employee uh, since 2011 uh, for the Justice Department's Office of Immigration Litigation. That is tongue twister right there. Uh, one of the judges that one of the three judges that um, questioned her. Uh, last week, uh, U.S. Circuit Judge Marsha Berzon, she recommended that Fabian drop the appeal rather than to, rather than continue. Because there's a thing of like, if you don't disagree with that point, then why are you, then don't appeal, just drop it and just do whatever. It's like, okay, whatever that you're arguing about it's like it's just just help the kids um now she like like i said she's been doing this for since 20 2011 um people said she should refuse to make the argument here's the thing about stuff like that it's one of those things where i think the people some people would say Oh, you know, if that was me. I wouldn't blah 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 blah. And it's one of those things like, well, that's where that's why you have the type of job that you have, and that's why she has her career. Those are two different things. Um, uh, she says she understands why many people may hate her. Uh, she shared many people's anger and fear at times over the future of our country and she would do her best to make it better. Um, 
I, re I respect that in perceiving my argument, as many people did, it struck a nerve, maybe many nerves. I am so sorry that happened, and I wish I can go back and try to say something better to make the position more clear. And since I can't, lots of people may well help me f hate me for a long time. I get it, and I accept it. And I am not going to try in vain to fight back against that other than to try to look out for my own safety and to hope that people take it easy on my family. Yeah, it's like people like people who, you know, her family and all this other stuff, like don't just send death threats, don't mess with the family. And you know, that's that's just stupid. You know, you, you should be more focused on advocating for the kids and for all this other stuff. Spend that, you know, energy somewhere else. Um let me see. Uh, like I said, she joined the Justice Department's, you know, that 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 department during the Obama. No, sorry, before the Obama. No, no, it was during Obama administration, 2011. Uh, before that, she worked at a private law firm. Um, she attended Amherst College in Massachusetts in the late 1990s. Um, she joined a club called Peer Advocates of Sexual Respect. Um, they raised awareness about consent. Um, you know, um, like I said, I'm, I'm glad I found out some more information about her because I guess I was just ready to write her off. Um, I was ready to um, to just say, you know, forget her. Because apparently she's she's um, argued some controversial points before, you know, when Obama was still in office. Um, see, in 2015, she argued on the government's behalf for detaining migrant families for a prolonged duration inside the Obama administration's family residential detention centers that were unlicensed to care for children, arguing that detaining them would deter illegal immigration, but releasing them would provide incentive for more to come. Um, and this is, this next statement is, is one of the things that makes me, that does make me ponder her. Because um, at first I was ready to write her off. I'm like, oh, she's just with all these Trump people. And then um Watching the video, um, excuse me. Um, except I was going to write her off, and, and then uh, watching the video, and then reading this, it does seem like she's kind of she was kind of hesitating, and you know, may not know where she stands, or maybe she didn't really agree with it. But um, this is this next part is is one of the things to be like, okay, is she just saying this, or how does she really feel? Um, it was during the whole family, you know, the whole thing about family uh, when they were, when they were taken away for the families in the first place. Uh, she told a judge she couldn't come she couldn't come to court on the weekend for an urgent hearing on the reun on the reunification of 101 children with their parents. Now these were things where you know, like I said, the children were ripped away from the parents. They had a hearing. They said, it's an urgent meeting. You need to be here. And she had dog seating responsibilities. 
that couldn't be put on hold or have somebody else do it. Which is why, you know, I felt bad, but then when I saw, oh, yeah, you're the one who said that, it's a little iffy because it is the thing was like, okay, well, these kids have been separated from their families, but no, you, you, you have dogs that you have to babysit, so we know how important all that is. You know, which, you know, once again, just goes to show if these, if these were dogs, people would be horrified to be like, oh, but they're just, they're just innocent. It's like, so are these kids. Regardless of what the parents did, they're still just children. And we, we who are supposed to be the greatest country in the world need to do it all the time. It's one of the things I remember seeing this quote, you know, about excellence. You know, excellence is something, excellence is not something that you do every now and then. It's just who you are. If we're going to be the greatest country in the world, if we're going to, if we're going to puff our chest out and act like we're the best, then we need to start treating people like that. We need to start, we, we need to be the people that we pretend to be in front of the, the rest of the world. You know, um, I think that's it for this part because there was somebody else I wanted to, to get to um, that was talking about this. So, be right back after this break. Okay. Now, on the view that we're talking about this, some of the kids that died and uh, I believe Joy Behar talked about, I think she said they were detention centers or um, some people brought up torture camps. And Megan McCain, uh, John McCain's daughter, who basically is only on the show because she's John McCain's daughter. And she, she is one of the biggest purveyors of, as they call, white woman tears to where there's an argument about something and the subject could be about people who are actually in need, people who are actually going through something and to combat, she doesn't have a good argument for anything, but she just throws on those white woman tears and, hey, feel sorry for me or whatever. So, like I said, they were talking about detention, the the, the, the detention centers and the fact that kids have died in the, the horrible conditions. But she was taken aback. She was offended because they called them torture. And it was one of those things to where she was like, you know, yes, yes, it's bad and all this is happening. But, you know, I've been, she, she said, I've been to torture facilities. I know about them. Now, mind you, she talked about, she, she spoke she was speaking as if she intimately knew them. Yes, you were at you know a place where people were tortured, but you weren't there while they were being tortured. Um, but um, yeah, they were talking about these being torture facilities. She's like, I've been to torture facilities before, and this and that, and somebody, um, this one lady, Sunny. 
can't think of her last name, but uh, I believe she's a she's a lawyer, and she kind of shut that down. Was like, you know, let's let's worry less about what we call them, and more about the fact that, you know, kids are dead. This is happening. This shouldn't be happening. And you you can tell, you know, she's trying to talk. You could tell the where she she was like, oh, I'm I'm losing, I'm losing it. Uh, what do I do? I'm going to continue to make it about me by throwing my dad on. Um, she and she was like, my dad couldn't hold me up all the way over his head because of the trauma that he he um, he went through when he was captured. Um, and so the kids are. They said being raped there. They're going without sleep. They're doing all this other stuff. But she was more worried. She fought to get this this part of her conversation, to, to get this point out that, oh, my dad was really tortured. So don't call these torture facilities. Nobody gives a damn about your daddy being tortured. It's like, okay, yeah, that's cool. That was that was great. I wonder how how he would feel about you, you know, pimping his torture. You know, to to make your because um, they brought up uh, Alexandria uh, Ocasta Cortez. Um, she's a young progressive who who's been making a lot of moves. You know, calling calling out people no matter what side they are, and just saying you know, as as they as they say, she's been keeping one. She called it, you know. Um, concentration camps, death camps. So, because she said it, and she's progressive or liberals, because people can't make that distinction. Uh, distinction, um, you know, it's the whole thing of like, well, I'm a two-dimensional person. And I can only think of you as, as conservative or liberal, and nothing else complex. Um, but yeah, so she she got offended, and you know shoehorned her her daddy in there and it's funny because she talked about these aren't torture you know we need to make sure that you know we're not you know using hyperbolic you know it was to her it was more important that we get the terminology right than to fix the issue which lets you know how important she thinks the issue is because if she really felt it was important this was something that she could have did by herself um sorry um, if she really cared about what's going on with the kids, she wouldn't have held up the conversation. She she wouldn't have fought so hard to get that point across because it, it's it's not even an issue. It's more important for people to stop calling us torture facilities than it is for us to talk about it not happening. She's she spent maybe 10 seconds talking about, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. It's, it's just, it's, it's frustrating. Cause she's, she's done stuff like this before um, with this one Senator uh, Ilhan Omar. She's a, a Muslim woman and she spoke out against Israel. Um, um, the country, not, you know, mm-hmm. Israel people, you know, Israelis, 
not Jewish people, but the Israeli government. And she started tearing up, talking about, I have Jewish friends and just this type of language is blah, 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 blah. Now, once again, the, the woman said nothing about Jewish people. She didn't say anything about this woman's friends. Um, but she was in tears. Nobody was threatening them. She was in tears about the potential. Here's some kids who were actually having things happen to them. Not potentially. This stuff has is happening, has happened, and has continued to happen. And she's more concerned about, hey, don't don't call this torture because my my dad was tortured. So you know, you guys, you know, you need to be careful. We need to be careful about what we're calling this. And everybody was like, how about we worry more about stopping it? You're worried about the wrong stuff. And, you know, it's, once again, it's like, you can you can only condone treating people like this if you don't see them as people. They were not important enough. And the fact that the people who... um who said, oh, this was detention centers or this were tortured, you know, who were moved by it because they're, oh, they're liberals, they're progressives. They're on the other team. So I automatically can't root for anything they have to say. I can't listen anything to anything they have to say because I'm so partisan. And it's just so disgusting. Um, and I wish, it's one of those things to where I don't I almost kind of want to go back and see the clip because I don't think anybody pointed this out to her trifling behind. Or maybe if her dad was still alive, he could be able to help her with this. That if you're torturing people, what is something that you do when you torture people? You know, if, if you're torturing multiple people, you might, you know, you might crowd them to where there's a lot of people together. Or you may... Um, starve them, um, sleep def- deprivation. That's part of torture. Making sure people they can't sleep, um, making sure they're not able to wash up. You know, if you're beating them, you know you're not washing their wounds. Um, I would consider that part of torture. Anybody who um. I had to take another shower later on. I was outside with my son playing in the backyard and it was really hot today. And I came back in. It's like, I just feel it's like, you know, just feel sweaty, just feel, you know, nasty, dirty, whatever. You feel a certain way, not being clean. Um, And it's one of those things where it's like, if you, Drop if you have kids, if you dropped your kids or left your kids with a babysitter and you went to a movie and dinner, you're, you were gone for maybe like three hours, three and a half hours, and you came back and they didn't feed your kids, you would be upset. If you left your kids with somebody overnight and they were never washed up, they made your kids sleep on the floor and they gave them a really thin blanket. You would be upset. You would say this is not acceptable. This is not right. 
Hell, I bet if Megan McCain left her dog with somebody at a doggy hotel and the hotel didn't they didn't brush her dog, they didn't give her dog a bath, they didn't feed her, you know, there would be this outrage. But because it's little brown people and because, you know, I have to stick with my team no matter what. You know, no matter what the situation, no matter what what's going on, rah rah rah, I have to stick for my my team. And Megan McCain, you know, it it seems basically she's just there because she says stupid stuff, and it gets ratings or whatever. Because from just from listening to her and you know talk about different things, she's not she's not that intelligent. If her dad wasn't who he was, she wouldn't and shouldn't have this job. But um, yeah, I'm stopped there. Just had to get out how trifling she was, and how that's just—it's just beyond me. Um, and once again, she she's one of those people who will argue for you know abortion laws because she cares about you know kids. She cares about all this crap until they actually get here and then you're on their own. But thank you guys for listening. Um, really greatly appreciate it. Um, uh, you can leave me a one minute voice message. If you like to um, give me a, a, a shout out, you know, let me know what you think. Um, now, let me know if you're, you're, what what your opinion is on everything. Uh, what you think about the uh, the lawyer? Do you think that's like, yeah, you know, if that was her job to do, so she's not truly a bad person, or do you say she should have said f that, and you know, you know, she shouldn't, she shouldn't have let it get that far. Um, but yeah, uh, hit me up on Twitter. Bold Expressions at BLD Expressions. Once again, that is BLD Expressions. Um, please like, share, subscribe, give your boy a five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you may find this. Um, uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, uh, for those who are looking for, you know, other podcasts to listen to, I recommend um, checking out my uh, my cousin uh, taking flight with Nicole. Um, she has a few episodes up. She's much more. She sounds a lot more intelligent, and she's much more straightforward with what she has to talk about than I am. Uh, I recommend getting giving it a listen and sharing that with people as well as, as sharing mine. Um, we will greatly appreciate it. Um, like I said, I appreciate everybody who, who's been tuning in, who's been listening. I greatly appreciate it. It is, it's very, um, you know, it makes me feel a certain way whenever I see that somebody took the time to listen to one of my shows. So I greatly appreciate it. Um, like I said, message me, let me know what you think people um, oh, I didn't finish my spill. Uh, you can uh, hit me up on my Gmail, ctl6985 at gmail.com. 
Once again, that is CTL6985 at gmail.com. Once again, uh, oh, also, if you're leaving me a voice memo or a message through Anchor, I recommend you going to anchor.fm. Um, uh, yeah, you what? Know what? Anchor.fm forward slash Carl Liggins or, you know, um, bold expressions, you know, search me on, on that platform through your computer and leave me a voice message through there. Um, I've tried to leave one from mobile, but it keeps saving it as if I'm doing episodes and I'm just like, no, I'm trying to leave this message for somebody else. And for whatever reason, they don't seem to understand that I'm what I'm trying to do and what I'm talking about. So if you have a computer, you want to leave a message for me, do it that way. Cause for whatever reason, doing it through mobile sucks and they're not understanding me saying it, it sucks. So, um, anyway, uh, have a good morning, good evening. Uh, whenever you listen to this, have a great day. I already say great day. I'm tired. Sorry. <laughs> Don't be so busy proving your point that you forget your purpose.